It's Friday, January 15th, 2021. And from the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, this is Pennsylvania Legacies. I'm Josh Rollerson. Welcome to a new year and thanks for joining us. With more than 83,000 miles of rivers and streams, Pennsylvania has some of the most diverse and scenic watersheds in the country. After 200 years of industrial activity, though, we also have some of the most impaired and polluted waterways. Well, the Pennsylvania River of the Year program shines a light on both, showcasing conservation wins and world-class recreational assets, while at the same time educating Pennsylvanians about lingering and ongoing environmental impacts and about how much work remains to be done. Every year, an online vote determines which of four finalists will be named River of the Year. The winner gets a $10,000 leadership grant awarded to its nominating watershed organization, and that funding goes to support a full year's worth of educational and recreational activities out on the water. As I record this, the voting deadline for 2021 River of the Year is just a week out. And with that in mind, we wanted to take some time to introduce you to the five finalists for this year's honors and let them make the case in their own words for why theirs should be the next Pennsylvania River of the Year. My name's Jim Bonner. I'm the executive director of the Audubon Society of Western Pennsylvania. And our mission is connecting people to birds and nature through our programs, projects, and places. We've been doing that now for a little over 100 years. First, a little bit of the, the background on Buffalo Creek. It's a 171-square-mile watershed with almost 350 miles of stream frontage across all of its tributaries. It uh, spans primarily Butler and Armstrong counties with a little bit uh, at the very uh, bottom end of it in Allegheny County. It's about 34 miles from its headwaters up in Fairview, uh, Butler County, all the way down to where it meets the Allegheny River in Freeport. In addition to just being a beautiful watershed and a beautiful creek, it's also an Audubon-designated important bird area with nesting bald eagles, Louisiana water thrush, and magnolia warblers, and a whole host of other birds that either breed there in the summer, live there year-round, or pass through to their northern summer grounds. It's also a wonderful creek for fishing. The Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission consider it some of the best fishing waters, with over 90 miles designated as high-quality cold-water fisheries and another 250 miles of it, it's high-quality trout-stocking fisheries. My fondest memories of the creek and the watershed actually came out of a bad situation. I had a ladder accident almost 12 years ago, had broken both of my feet, uh, was wheelchair-bound for many months, I had an opportunity to wheel myself down along the Butler Freeport Trail, which is a, just a beautiful one of the rails to trails that runs right along the creek uh, for many miles. And I've got to tell you, the, the healing powers of nature are absolutely true. And I attribute a lot of my recovery to the, the power that Buffalo Creek has to heal. If we were fortunate to win, and I'm very uh, hopeful that we will, it does come along uh, with a, a $10,000 award. And in addition to the bragging rights and the uh, recognition that it can bring the stream, this would enable us to continue to do some of our conservation work as well as our public engagement. We have uh, several watershed festivals planned uh, for the area as soon as we're able to hold larger outdoor events. We've been working with a number of our partners, including uh, the conservation districts from Butler County and Armstrong County, 
Duquesne University, Chatham University, Trout Unlimited, and Western Pennsylvania Conservancy on water quality sampling, on uh, workshops for municipalities and landowners on what they can do to help protect the stream and things they can do on their property that would help uh, reduce runoff. We've been involved with riparian uh, buffer plantings uh, in the area and been doing free tree giveaways. So we would use uh, the award money that comes with this to help extend those and just try to do more good. If you've been there, you, you already know why you should vote for it. It is just an astoundingly beautiful area, teeming with wildlife, wonderful people, a great place to both live and visit. I'm Kane Chamberlain. I'm the executive director of the Endless Mountains Heritage Region here in northeastern Pennsylvania. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization and one of 12 heritage areas across the state, which are all designated by the Department of Conservation and Natural Resources or DCNR. We serve four counties here in northeastern Pennsylvania, Bradford, Sullivan, Susquehanna, and Wyoming. We were established in 1998 with a mission to maintain and enhance the unique rural character and culture of the Endless Mountains. Uh, the last few years, we've been nominating Tunkhannock Creek. It's a 42 mile long tributary waterway, it begins in Susquehanna County, Jackson Township, and flows into the river at Tunkhannock in Wyoming County. We nominated not only uh, River of the Year with Tunkhannock Creek this year, we also nominated the DNH Rail Trail as Trail of the Year in Pennsylvania, and it just received that designation. So uh, we're happy to have the trail of the year and potentially river of the year all in our region. We would like to definitely do a paddling event and get with some of the uh, nonprofit organizations like the Countryside Conservancy. They're a nonprofit that's you know committed to protecting green space and uh, connecting stretches of land with the watershed. There is a lack of zoning rules and regulations among certain municipalities surrounding the waterway. So they continue to pursue easements and acquisitions of property uh, in order to essentially establish kind of a protective buffer that would keep more debris from ending up in the creek during flooding. So that's something they've been working on. I think that's what we would focus on in terms of our conservation efforts with the grant. But for events, there's so much that goes on along that creek. Bluegrass festivals, wine festivals, running events, they've had the Nicholson Heritage Day. Nicholson Heritage Day celebrates the uh, Nicholson Viaduct which is a really impressive arched railroad bridge that actually goes over Tunkhannock Creek. If you've never seen it, I mean, Google it, it's really impressive. Uh, at its time, it was the largest concrete structure in the world in 1915 when it was finally constructed. So, you know, with, the creek is home to a lot of cool events that we could kind of tie into with the public. But like I said, we definitely like to do a paddling event on the creek as well. You know, when it's at its normal water flow levels, it's utilized for so many outdoor recreational activities, fishing, swimming, camping, hiking, canoeing, kayaking, the whole nine. So uh, it's just a great place for outdoor recreation and events. Now there's a lot of great waterways on the list this year. They all have their own characteristics that mm -hmm. set them apart from the others. In this case, I think it is kind of a combination of the outdoor recreational activity, which you know pretty much occurs on all of our streams, creeks, tributaries, rivers, what have you. Uh, but you know, this one also has a lot of that history incorporated into it. So um, it's going to be tough, but uh, we're hoping everyone in our region will rally. Whether we get this designation or not, uh, I'd really like people to just come and experience it for themselves.
My name is Brandi Barrows. Uh, I am the president of the Shenango River Watchers. We are an organization dedicated to the conservation of the Shenango River and its watershed. We do cleanups, we do environmental education, we are very pro-recreation and we maintain a channel coming down the Shenango River from Pima Tuning Dam to Greenville. We organize paddling events, we organize fly fishing clinics. Really, we want people to get out to the river to appreciate nature and appreciate the river. The Shenango River flows from tributaries that flow into Pima Tuning Lake, then from Pima Tuning Dam down to Shenango Lake, from Shenango Dam down through Sharon and Newcastle, where it joins with the Mahoning to form the Beaver River. I have a lot of places I really love along this river. Where it is in downtown Sharon, even though the river is not particularly wild there, the view of downtown Sharon from the river is just astounding. The Shenango River Water Trail that we help maintain, there are several places along it where the nature is just breathtakingly beautiful. There's a variety of birds to be seen. There's a variety of wildflowers and trees, eagles and ospreys and cormorants and kingfishers and blue herons and green herons and uh, so many other birds, in addition to turtles and fish and snakes and all of the riparian wildlife you could ever hope to sit and quietly enjoy. There are two things that we're really hoping to get out of this. And I think one of them we have already gotten to some extent, which is publicity. We really think that we're a hidden gem here in northwestern Pennsylvania. When people think of going kayaking, they think about going down the Yakagani. They think about Ohio Pile. They think about going down the Allegheny River. Not a lot of people even know that we're here. And it's a really fantastic river to kayak, particularly if you're a beginner kayaker because the water's not terribly rough. But at the same time, if you want to challenge, there are some areas you can go to that are a little bit more challenging. We want to bring people out here to to experience the Shenango River, to experience the Shenango Valley. And the $10,000 that comes with it to help us run those events would allow us to scale up in a way that we haven't before. We honestly didn't think we were going to make it this far. You know, again, because a lot of people have not heard of the Shenango River. And so uh, we were hoping that this would be a boost for the river itself, for tourism in the area, and for the Shenango River Watchers to be able to help us pull in the money that we need. We are a river that is getting better every year. We are an organization that is focused on education and recreation and conservation of our waterway. We, we want people to keep it clean and take care of it and learn about it because we believe that just as we have, if people learn about our watershed, they're going to fall in love with it and they're going to want to take care of it and they're going to want to spend time out on the water because it is just so beautiful. Wildlands Conservancy is a, is a nonprofit land trust. Its mission is to protect and restore critical natural areas and waterways uh, and educate the community to create a legacy of a healthy, sustainable environment for now and for future generations. The organization focuses on the Lehigh River watershed with its land protection work, its environmental education work, and ecological restoration work. 
To date, the organization has protected over 56,000 acres of open space. In addition, the organization hosts about 1,000 education programs annually. Those education programs are designed to get people outside, get them connected to nature, and hopefully develop that sense of stewardship for our natural resources. The Lehigh River is 103 miles long. Uh, watershed is about 1,345 square miles. The river is cleaner today than it's been in the last 150 years. Uh, the river was used really for generations, uh, originally for water supply and also power. It also was kind of the birth of the Industrial Revolution. So the river saw uh, massive amounts of, of coal being put down it and mined in its watershed. So it was an industrial river and uh, obviously had some of the impacts of that uh, that we're still with us today. The river still suffers from abandonment drainage impacts and non-point source pollution. You know, now along its banks, fishermen and, and boaters are seeing where there was once canal boats and mules carrying coal down for the Industrial Revolution. You know, the Lehigh River story is really a, a comeback story. If you can imagine the river being so polluted that people didn't want to go near it. So a lot of the work that Wildlands and its partners have done in the past 30 or 40 years is really to, to let people experience the river and know that it's not the river of their grandparents. It's much improved, and it really is a recreational destination in a very significant way. The river would definitely benefit from the additional press you know, that would come with the designation. I think it would really help solidify in people's minds the, the return of the river. If we're successful, the designation would also coincide with the 25th anniversary of the Lehigh River sojourn. So for the past 25 years, Wildlands has brought uh, hundreds of people a year on the river through the, through the sojourn. So it would be nice to kind of tie those two things together. In addition, our work will continue with our award-winning bike and boat program. We take several thousand middle school kids a year down the Lehigh River for a canoeing experience and then bike up along the, the DNL Trail. So it'll be great to be able to highlight the fact that the river has recovered so much that it's now potentially uh, going to be the river of the year. In addition to that, we have plans for our large-scale water quality restoration work. So our riparian buffer work, which is centered here in the Lehigh Valley, will be able to continue. Uh, as well as our you know, significant land protection work. We have plans to restore and protect you know, hundreds, if not thousands of acres of open space and critical forest lands in the watershed. Obviously, that work is enhanced with River of the Year you know, designation, and it uh, you know, really tells a great story. For me, it's very rewarding. You know, I grew up about a mile and a half away from the Lehigh River, caught uh, one of my first fish on the river. I did my first canoe trip on the river. So for me, it's really personal. And to see the river become so much cleaner, to have the opportunity to take my children down on canoe trips and down over to river fishing or over for a hike, you know, has been really rewarding. So yeah, we're excited. We'd be thrilled to have the honor of the River of the Year. We're gonna work real hard to make sure the community gets out to vote to designate the Lehigh River as ever. That's Chris Cucker, president of Wildlands Conservancy on behalf of the Lehigh River. We also heard from advocates for Buffalo Creek, Tunkhannock Creek, and the Shenango River. We did reach out to representatives from all five 2021 finalists. Unfortunately, there was only one for which we were unable to schedule an interview. That was Loyal Hannah Creek. However, we would encourage you to go check out the website of the Loyal Hannah Watershed Association, which uh, sponsored that nominee. Learn about their bid for River of the Year at loyalhannawatershed.org. That's spelled pretty much how it sounds, loyalhannah, with two N's, watershed.org. 
More information on all the waterways competing for River of the Year honors this year can be found at paRiverOfTheYear.org. That's also where you can cast your vote once per email address for your favorite. Just get your vote in by Friday, January 22nd. That's the deadline. Winner will be announced shortly thereafter by PEC's affiliate, the Pennsylvania Organization for Watersheds and Rivers, also known as POWER. That's the group that administers the River of the Year program on behalf of the State Department of Conservation and Natural Resources, and we're proud to be connected with it. Links for all of the above are on the PEC website, along with lots more audio content, including conversations with finalists and winners from previous years, River of the Year competition. You can subscribe to Pennsylvania Legacies in your favorite podcast app or just stream at peckpa.org. We release new episodes every couple of weeks. Hope you'll join us for the next one. Special thanks to Peck Communications Specialist Lily Jones, who put in the bulk of the production work for this episode. Thanks, Lily. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with a fresh episode of Pennsylvania Legacies. Until then, for the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, I'm Josh Rollerson, and as always, thanks for listening. Thank you.